When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to the Ask Women podcast where you get real advice straight from the source. I'm Kristen Carney here, of course, with Marnie Kinra. She is a best-selling author and relationship expert. Um, I am a comedian. You may or may not be able to tell throughout the show. Most likely not. Um, I haven't been able to tell for a year and a half, so I'm going to be surprised. You're fired. You're fired. Um, we have a show, a good show coming up today. We have Kong, who's going to be our voice of man. He's a little late. That's okay. He'll be in the second half. Um, and he's the guy from Tell Us About It. Simple Pickup. Simple Pickup. Yes. Amazing video. It's wonderfully produced, but also really good actionable advice for guys who want to attract girls, women, whatever they want. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And we have also a super sexy lady who's going to be on the show as well, Julie Kay. She's adorable. Um, she's Jewish, but she likes black dudes. Hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> That's my tagline. Yeah. That, that'd be my opening every time. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Jewish, but I love black That's dudes. That's what I say every time I go to a bar. That's, That's what I thought. Should, that's what you should say when you enter the temple every time. <laughs> yeah. I think I feel like the rabbi already knows. Actually, my rabbi, we follow each other on Twitter, and sometimes I like you do. Who oh is my your God, rabbi? That's, that's on Twitter. Shout outs, Adam Adam Greenwald at American Jewish University. Lovely man, great rabbi. That is so Jewish. Could, mm-hmm. I, could you imagine like me following my priest? No, on Twitter? no, that would be very strange. Okay, now I'm back. This is interesting. Wait, so you follow your rabbi? Like, what does he post about? Um, Jew things mostly. Right. I uh, like I. Yamakas and Hanukkah. Very. He gets. You know. He's. He's kind. You know. I mean. Clearly. He's like a kind of young hip rabbi. Um, but I took a. I took basically Jew one hundred and one yeah. at um, at American Santa Jewish Monica University. Community College. <laughs> yeah. um, no, actually, honestly, you should AJU. It's like right on uh, Mulholland. It's gorgeous, gorgeous. Um, definitely, just go there. Always, there's always free food. It's it's just like being in a Jewish home. Um, it's amazing. Yeah, but I, you know, like most Jews, I'm a really shitty Jew, and kind of vaguely just talk about Judaism so I can make Jew jokes. Well, we already talked about the black dudes, so we right, know you're exactly. a shitty Jew. Yeah, we've already established Before we that, start ha- having to call this show like Ask Jews, like let's go, <laughs> let's go to what we're really here to talk about. So you are a single, cute, twenty five year old. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I want I want to know about you and men. Let's just start broad at first. Are you dating? Do you want to date? Do you like men? I like men. I well, I don't adore men, but I like that they're in life. Um, they exist. Yeah, I right? like that they exist. Um, I I'm kind of I kind of casually date. I've been casually dating for a couple of years. Um, I had I, my last boyfriend was about three years ago, and um, I I actually started dating Asian men, which is a very which I feel like is is somewhat of a rarity. I used to get a lot of shit in college. For only dating Asian guys. Yeah, you don't see a lot of white chicks dating Asian dudes. You see Asian dudes or Asian women dating white dudes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's interesting because I get that question a lot. I have a lot of guys who are Asian who write to me who are interested in white women. Can, can you tell me um, 
what is it about Asian men that does attract you, the men that you have dated? Um, I think it's a, more than anything, I think it's a sense of f- focus, you know, I mean, not to get super stereotypical, but all of the Asian stereotypes are what really attracted me to Asians. Like I like, I like the family vibe. You like bad drivers. <laughs> well, I'm all horrible like math. Yeah. Yes, of course I have to spell it. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, well, every, that's the thing is every, every Asian guy that I've ever dated has always been really on his shit and really successful or working hard towards something, um, which, which is really cool. It's, it's, it's nice to, you know, date someone who's not, uh, fucking around super hard. So, yeah. um, I think that's important for guys that are in their mid twenties yeah. to recognize is that girls or women, they're ahead of themselves a yeah. bit. And the guys that are 24, 25 are fucking around a bit. Yeah. So if you are looking for something serious, you have to take note of that, that girls aren't going to be attracted to that anymore. Yeah. I can, well, you know, it's, that stops being cute when you're like 18. It's, you know, after, after a certain while you don't want to, you don't want to. Yeah, but you're 22. You want serious guys only. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. <laughs> no, but that is that is true. You're you're focused on the future, so you want somebody who is also focused on being driven, being passionate, being intelligent. Well, you know, I don't future. think I don't think you have to focus on the future because right now I'm not. However, I think if you uh, if you are focusing on the future, if you are being cognizant about the future, you need to make the right decisions about who you're wasting your time with or spending right. your time with. You know, because if you uh, you can't you can't expect to have a five year thing or a long term thing with someone who kind of just dicks around at home and watches Cartoon Network all the time. Well, so was that what you were looking for when you were twenty two? Is some like a long term five year thing? Um, you know, I, I I kind of was just when I was twenty two. I had just graduated college and I had just moved uh, moved to L A. and um, I think I was just looking for pieces to set up my life. Um, so, you know, that, that kind of finding a boyfriend sort of fit in and it was cool. Um, and luckily I met someone who was really on their shit and, you know, had a good job and had his shit together and was a bit older. Um, you're all about the shit, right? All about shit, shitting on shit, not sitting on shit, getting shit together. (laughs) just, we're doing it. It's a fetish. What can I say? (laughs) Um, but you know, it's, it's, I got lucky because I wasn't dating someone who, who was, was, you know, trying to figure things out. Okay. And I so really, now you are you are single mm-hmm. and you, you you're not really focused on dating. You were saying before we started the show, mm-hmm. you're really focusing on being casual right now. Mm-hmm. So when you are out and about and guys do, I'm guessing they do approach you because you're very cute. Um, how do they do it? Yeah, because today's show we're going to talk about how to ask for a date. Right. Yeah. So how do they do it successfully with uh, you? Because I'm sure you have some stories about guys who have done it unsuccessfully, but but I want to hear about the stories that are successful for I you. I think, you know, I think so much of that depends. I think you have to... There's this concept called um, selective optimization and compensation, which is actually a gerontological concept. It's a concept. you are Jewish. I know. <laughs> it's, um, it's a it's it's an idea um, for when you get older and your memory weakens that you you know you like recognize your flaws, you recognize what you're not good at, and um, and you accept that. And then figure out ways to compensate. Um, and I think that... But not overcompensate no. because that can be really gross. <laughs> <laughs> really gross. Like Lamborghini. Like I have a small penis. Hey, look at my giant Lamborghini. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I actually have met a couple guys like that. The giant Of course. Lamborghini We're guy. in LA. Yeah. yeah there's exactly. no way around it. But you know, also apropos uh, Lamborghinis, I feel like you should never, ever, ever drive a Lamborghini because I'm going to assume that you're renting it, which is embarrassing. Yes, and also assume that you well, have a small penis, yes, exactly. <laughs> which you're also renting. Yeah, but let's, let's get back to being approached, being asked out on dates. What were the things that guys did that made you say yes? Um, 
again, I think it's I think it's a match of them, the way that they look and the way that their personality is with how they ask. If you're I mean, if you're super, super cute, you can kind of get away with a lot. You can, you know, you can do like, what's up? Yeah, it's almost know? like the same as dressing for your body type. Yeah. Like you can't, not everyone can wear the same outfit. Right. So I do agree. It's like, if you are XYZ type of man, then you kind of have to follow XYZ okay. process. Okay, so let's say there was a guy who is five foot seven, a little bit heavier. Um, Obviously okay Jewish. Job. Yeah, <laughs> five foot seven. Yeah, maybe a little bit bald. What's the protocol that he has to follow? Hey, I'm a doctor. No, um, I, you know, I think, I think in that case, you have to be, you have to be aware. You have to be slightly self-deprecating without beating yourself up. Yes. Um, and I think you have to be confident. I think there's nothing, especially if you, especially if you're in the like four to seven range, Yeah. I think you have to, you have to come at it from like a broad shoulder, confident perspective because there's nothing more upsetting than like a weak simpering kind of like you've created your own narrative and this is, you've decided that you are in the middle of the totem pole. But you're saying life. to do that while being self-deprecating, that could be tricky for some guys. No, I, yeah, no. And then again, I don't, when I say self-deprecating, I don't, I don't mean, I, I, you know, I don't mean straight beating yourself up and making things really awkward at a bar. Um, but you know, not just, I guess, not not being self aware. Yeah, being self aware, not bragging. Being not, aware, you're not yeah, but a being ten. proud yeah. as opposed to being egocentric. Yeah, you know, and again, I think I think pride is something that is uh, that is just again kind of about about keeping your shoulders back and having good posture and sort of representing yourself as someone who who knows what he's doing and not so much you know dropping accolades. Okay, so paint a picture for me. So let's say you are at Ralph's, a grocery store, mm-hmm. and a guy who looks like what I described, approaches you. What what would be the step one, step two, step three to asking you on a date? If you're going to approach me, and this is funny because this has actually happened to me. Yeah, um, perfect. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to approach someone in a grocery store, I think you have to, um, you, you can't do anything. How about those cold cuts? Yeah, you like right? you can't do anything <laughs> cheesy. You can't be like, "Hey, do I don't I know you from somewhere?" You you know, you have to you have to I think you have to just go in conversationally and start a conversation. And I think that's a really I think that a really important thing for men is if you if you say something and you start talking about something that's genuinely interesting, uh, I'll listen. Like what? Because that that can be tricky for guys to understand as well. They're like, "I just go to work every single day. I watch TV. I what's interesting? What does that mean?" I mean, that actually Actually, a supermarket is a really great example because there are so there's I mean, there's so many things you can say. You can like you can be like, hey, did you know that Martinelli's is like the only privately owned company and they're really great? You know, just any anything that's like, oh, I didn't I actually didn't know that. Tell me more. Anything that that prevents me from turning around and being like, cool, you're a serial killer. Okay, you know, so there's I mean, there's so So tell me about this guy who did approach you at the grocery store that it was the um, it was the 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 produce aisle. And I think he he was he was talking about always the produce. (laughs) He was he said something about eggplants about like, um, that's my line to bring up eggplants (laughs) before. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you guys know eggplant Fridays that that B.O.B. you guys know B.O.B. the rapper? Uh, kind no, of no, we're thirty. <laughs> Anyways, he did this. He did this thing a little while ago. It was kind of amazing. Where he he posted on Instagram like a very blatant photo of his dick in his sweatpants, um, like in his kitchen casually texting, and next to him was a bowl mm. of eggplants, and he hashtagged it Eggplant Fridays. That's hilarious. Oh. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. And okay. Instagram, we're just de- we're just like defecating on vegetables now. Yeah, exactly. Like when will it end? Yeah. <laughs> Never. I don't Never. think the eggplant has ever gotten that much publicity. No, so I think the eggplant community is happy. It is. Yeah. 
It's yeah. happy. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so what? So go back to your eggplant scenario. Yeah. He was. I mean, he said something about the best way to cook eggplants to get like the bitterness out was soaking them in water or some shit like so that. So this this is what yeah. you call call interesting. Okay. Well, it is because I don't cook, and so it, right. it's wait. Kind did of, he bring up eggplant? He did. Friday. No, he didn't bring up bring up eggplant eggplant Friday. Okay. Okay. Um, he just brought no. I that would be a, not a good strategy. Okay. To bring up a rapper's dick when you're trying to talk to me. Or it could be but funny. It could be, it could be kind about of funny, actually. Did you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's actually... Really, okay, so so I just to paint a bigger picture. So the fact that you're saying that he was educating you on how to cook an eggplant, that's mm-hmm. an interesting topic. Because a lot of guys, when they hear you, you have to say something interesting, they're like, oh my God, I have to talk about space or I have to talk about bungee jumping or, <laughs> or something that's like fascinating and interesting that you've never heard before. But you're saying something you know is simple. there's 5,000 eggplants floating <laughs> through space? Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Well, that's the thing. Is I think, Are I you think guys really talking about eggplants? Yes. Right yes. <laughs> yes. Kong has arrived. Yeah. He's here. Sorry, you know, you. I didn't know you guys got a new office. Oh, did you go to the old one? Yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> That's why I sent you then, the address. Oh no. No, I'm so I know. Sorry. I know. No, it was completely my fault because I was like, yeah, okay, well, I, know, I, I, know, yeah I know. I know where it is. Yeah. I remember because um, because one of our friends has has a like mini little office there. So then I was like, oh yeah, it's right there. I'll say hi to him. Oh no. And then next day I knew I was like, okay, it's all the way across town. Oh, <laughs> well, you made it. So, time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It wasn't that bad. Well, we're we're talking. Talking about how to ask women on dates, I thought that this would be a great topic for you for as well. Yes, <laughs> bring up eggplants. That's that's what we figured is the conclusion for everybody. Bring up okay. eggplants. Okay, I got to take notes on that one. Then. Yeah, no, but I know that you guys have for simple pickup. You have a lot of amazing videos, um, and I I'm sure one of them is how to ask a woman on a date. So I wanted to hear your point of view as well of like the best way to ask a woman out. Yeah, um, I mean it really depends, right? Are, are you talking about out as in? You're out on the street and you're saying, hey, you want to grab a coffee with me? Or are you talking about, okay, you got her number? Let's yeah. do a couple of scenarios. So let's say you're out on the street and you are chit-chatting with the a approach. woman. What the, the, yeah. Right, right. The, the, one of the best things in the world is just um, going on. Is eggplants? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Egg, I'm going to drive into the ground. First of all. Um, and then you guys got to fill me in on how to use eggplants in your approach because I think that would be really valuable. Interesting facts about eggplants. Um, but uh, there... When the, uh, one of my favorite things to do, honestly, is when you meet somebody, let's say there, there's a lot of times where I'm at the farmer's market or I'm just walking around somewhere, exploring a new city, plants. looking for <laughs> eggplants. And, you know, you, you want to meet new people. Right. So so you talk to a random girl or girls, you talk to a random guy and. Um, a lot of people, they just go, oh, let's exchange Facebook or numbers or whatever. But I, if I have time during the day, especially if I'm just like roaming around, not really doing anything, I'll take them on an instant date. So this doesn't have to be like a crazy let's go jet skiing kind of date. But it's just like, hey, I'm about to, you know, I'm hungry or I'm in the mood for coffee or tea or whatever it is. And then you just say, you just say hey, I'm in the mood for this. You, you want to come with me? Like and that. um, yeah, it's it's very casual. You know, it's not like, hey, we're it's going to back to my house and having sex. Um, super casual. And then, you know, if it goes well from there, then you can move forward. But you know, a lot of times what happens is you you go there and either you guys don't connect or, you know, it's like, OK, whatever. Um, or what uh, the other situation is that uh, you do really connect. And I think it that that happens more than often because if the girl's saying yes right if the person that's saying yes to you in the first place that means there's already some type of spark there some type of chemistry there so why not just take advantage of that situation and just build on that rather than say hey i'm going to get your number and then try to 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 reignite that flame i guess right. you know a couple days yeah. later so i have a question about that actually do you go into situations like that um, even thinking about the concept that people could say no 
or because when I because when I do that, when I like hit on guys, I'm assuming that they're going to say yes. And I (laughs) so I was so it's never it's frankly never a concern. So do you go in thinking about it or do you even entertain that notion or? I mean, I think at this point I've most people in my head, most people are going to say no. But okay. yeah, yeah. But I, I, I get what you're saying. You you go in saying like, you know, it's 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 fine. Like why would no, they ever say no? But the no but doesn't seem to look like it's gonna affect you that much. Exactly. Here's yeah. here's I, I expect them to say no, but I expect them to say no just like if I asked, you know, my friend Jesse to to go out and grab a beer when I know he's gonna be busy that week, like, hey, you wanna grab a beer? I know he's gonna say no, but it's very casual. Yeah, right. If yeah. he does say no, it's like it's not a big deal at all. It's yeah. not like, oh, I got rejected or yeah, whatever. She could be needing to shop for something for a birthday party that she needs to go to. In 20 minutes, you know, so there could be other reasons as to why she's saying no, because she's in a hurry. Sure. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to get to one more scenario for asking mm-hmm. that. But before that, I do want to read you some interesting facts about eggplants. Oh, God. <laughs> because these are things that you could use if you're at the grocery store. Did you know that eggplants aren't really vegetables? They're berries. Oh. No. Those are giant berries. No. <laughs> you could be like, that's what my berries look like. It's so, so strange. So, okay, what isn't that strange considering other fruits are commonly mistaken for vegetables like tomatoes? Tomatoes, mm-hmm. same thing. Mm-hmm. Eggplants and tomatoes are actually related to each other. Um, Mm, A study published in 1993 in the New England Journal of Medicine showed that eggplant has by far the highest level of nicotine in it really compared to any that other. is interesting yeah very there's 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 seven more interesting. that you can read if you want to or five more yeah. uh, but those are interesting facts that you can use when you're at the grocery store next time now I want to go back to Kong that's because I want to find out that's now. way more Someone interesting than smoking an egg that I know seriously yeah, this podcast should just all be all about like weird topics you can bring up and, and we should yeah. do that's one that's what we should do yeah we should do one episode that's actually that. like conversation starters how yeah. to be interesting good mm. idea maybe we'll bring you back I'm literally gonna say that at the club. You Be should. Like, you, know, you know what I learned about eggplants No, he should not say that, Marty. Do not say he should. Are you serious? At like, that cl- wouldn't get your attention? At a what? club? Yeah, no, that You're would like, actually what be What did you say? I said Stand eggplant. outside the smoking patio. <laughs> I'm just going to be known as the eggplant guy. Like, oh, here How he is again. Jesus Christ. It's like the smoker's patio? <laughs> the eggplant. Like, yeah, like a thing of eggplant and a knife. That would be hilarious. Okay, so what about the scenario where a guy knows the girl already? Let's say they're, you know, working together in an office or they're in school together how how do they go from just hanging out in class or hanging out at work talking casually to asking a girl out i again it really just depends on the person um and the girl too but for me what i i, I like to keep things pretty casual right like i don't want to make a big deal out of it some, for, yeah for some people that's that's their thing like they're like okay let's go on let's go to dinner right and that's like officially like our that. date yeah for me it, it's it's about like I'm almost coming at it. This is this is really like against what we usually talk about, but whatever. This is just the way I do it because of just you know this yeah. is how it's worked best for me. I, I approach it almost like, hey, let's go hang out, and it's it's no pressure. It's almost like a friendly thing, right? And then from there, um, so you literally well, say, let's go out, no pressure. Like, is no, that- no, I don't literally <laughs> say that, but it's it's as if there's no pressure. Which, which there's not which there's not how do you anybody. indicate that to the girl um it's just uh just the energy yeah kind of and it's, but explain it's, it's, that it's the more same though, thing it's the same thing yeah exactly it's the same thing uh how you would ask your girlfriend right like hey you want to grab a coffee today it's like super casual but some guys get really nervous and they're just like hyperventilating You're like okay i'm gonna ask her now. hey um i was just wondering if you know maybe sometime 
we didn't get a coffee. And it's like, that's kind of cute, right? In some situations. But for me, it's very, it's, it's literally like I'm asking uh, one if of my good friends to If you want to play up that you're being bashful and you confidently do that, then it's cute. If that is really how you're going to ask and that indicates what your character is, right. it's not cute. I don't think it's bashful very uncomfortable. is cute. I don't think no. bashful is ever cute. Because then you're going to, you have to walk on eggshells the rest of your life. Yeah. No, but I, but, okay, but I want you to continue. Yeah. So, so you, you, but usually what I, <clears throat> usually what I what I tell guys is you make your intent very clear from the beginning and you know when you're starting out and you're, you're, you're just like you, you don't go on the many dates you, you have to do that otherwise you go on the date and then you just end, get, end up getting friend zoned yeah. um, because you're just like in this mindset of oh I'm going to be this nice needy guy and just you, you know you're, you're not being a man essentially mm-hmm. so um, during the date though that's when you know if, if we're connecting and we're having a good time that's when I'll escalate it forward when, when we're walking I'll link arms hold their hands um, go in for the kiss whatever it may be yeah. during that date um, but when you ask for it when I ask for it at least it's super casual as if I was just asking a good friend of mine to go out for a cup of coffee okay. do you have a price point because this is something that actually always stresses me out is the price point thing is like because if it's if it's something that's like under five dollars then then I'm cool. If it's something like dinner or a meal, then I feel like I have to actually commit to something. Well, th- okay, so this is interesting. So explain this a little bit more. So when guys are asking you out, if they say, do you want to go grab an ice cream? You're like, sure, let's go. Yeah. But if they say, do you want to go for dinner? Yeah, if it's like, you know, I mean, it, basically if it costs more than like an hour or two minimum wage, I, I feel like that's too much of a commitment. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, uh, no, but then it puts more pressure on you is what yeah, you Yeah, well, yeah, because it's like, oh, now I feel like there's there's this unspoken, not not even like unspoken, like, oh, well, you bought me a steak I have to fuck you but an unspoken like well you're buying me things now I have to entertain you now I have to now I have to play up a character okay that's interesting but that's why you don't go to steak dinners on, on a first <laughs> that's date that's why I'm always Just hungry say <laughs> so who are you attaching these feelings towards somebody that you are interested in or somebody that you're not so you're saying if somebody offers up like a five dollar ice cream you're you don't care either way. You like don't care if, who they are. You don't have yeah. to like them necessarily. You would, you exactly. would say yes to this person. Yeah. If they're spending little money on going out and hanging out with you, you would see it as casual. Yeah. And it. Has, I guess I guess what I want to understand is let's say there was a guy that you were interested in at the office and or, you know, in your school, whatever. And they did ask you out the way that Kong has said, um, how how would you respond to his request letting him know that you also like him does that make sense what i'm asking like how does he know that you you you're guys you're not just going, you're not just going out for a free meal cream. for like a free ice cream like what what <laughs> is it that you would show that says yeah i understand that you're asking me out on a date and i'm also accepting as a date well i think that i mean uh, i think that's something that you have to do on the date itself um and i think it's i think it can be just really casual like you know i'd like to do this again or like i had a really good time things that you Statements that are too obvious for if it were just a casual thing for one to say, you know, like when that's you hang good, out, actually. Yeah. That's a good. <laughs> when you hang out with your friends, you're not like, hey, we should do this again soon. I had a really good time. You don't say that to your girlfriend. Right. But let's you know? say Kong is asking you out in a very casual manner, but his intent is I'm taking you out on a date. How does how does he know that that's what you're on board for as well, as opposed to sure, I'll go out with you and like hang out. We'll go have like happy hour after work. Um, I mean, you know, I think everybody has to I think men around the world need to recognize that like women know what you're trying to do. Right. You know? Um, and I think unless, unless you specifically are like, sure, we'll go do some friends, you know, unless you very blatantly are like, Hey, yeah. Friend zone. This is a friend zone. Um, 
anything's up for grabs. Like, I, I think that... If so you're it, saying that there is still room, even if you are thinking of him only as a friend, yeah, I think there's, there's still room. room for it to, it to him to adjust the way you see him when you go out. Barring certain circumstances. Which like, are? Bar, like, it being your boss or, like, him being, like, smelling really, really, really bad. Okay. Pretty much, pretty much that. You know, barring barring it being something where you really, where it would be more of a detriment for you to date the person. Right. I think anything's, anything's up and for And so then grabs. you would always keep it casual and just, like, block off any type of move for advancement from him is what you're saying. Yeah, I think so. I mean, in the kind of, in the, in the nicest way possible. Yeah. Okay. You know, you know what's the best is when, when you ask a girl on a date, or not you, when I ask a girl out on a date and then... Are you um, saying I've never asked a girl on a date? Um, yeah, actually, you, <laughs> so me, possibly you. Yeah. So, uh, and then she, she responds with, okay, cool, as friends, right? Yeah. <laughs> <like>, <laughs> and then now, you don't want to go cancel because you're like... Yeah, because oh, yeah, now I'm going to look yeah, like a douchebag. Yeah. Oh, you know what's really funny is this actually happened to me at work like last last week. We were, we were working with this guy who just broke up with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was so obvious that he was in like self-destructive mode and just like wanted to go on a date with any girl to make him feel like better. <laughs> and so I kept. And being, you weren't down for that. No, I mean you weren't no, down for that D. No, I I wasn't down for the desperate D. No one's down for. No one's. <laughs> you down just for, knew because he showed up with a bunch of eggplants. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? <laughs> uh, no, you know, I mean, there's nothing. I think there's nothing more aggravating than than like broken man, broken mandates. Like, right. oh, I know you just broke up with someone, and now you're trying to get. Now you're trying to placate yourself. Yeah. Um. So we kept being like, hey, we should go get a drink, and I was like, yeah, yeah, we should all, all the whole office should go for a drink afterwards, you know, and I, you know, so that's your way of saying back to him what yeah, what yeah. you want yeah I mean he didn't get it um so after a couple after a couple more escalated like yeah you know on some friend friendly things um he I was just like uh would he say that to you no no, no he kept he, he kept being like he kept being like no we should go get dinner I, you know I'm gonna be in town for Valentine's Day um Whoa. yeah and I was like uh I was like I, I actually my usual go-to is I only fuck black men. That usually works really well. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, it's, it works. It works. It works like a charm. Um, to do what? To mm-hmm. if the person is not no, black, they're like, yeah, they're very like. They're like, okay, this is not happening. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. But when you when you're putting out only as friends, and like a girl says that to you, does that actually mean that you're like, I have no interest in you. Nothing is ever going to change around. So we're only doing this as friends. If you like, what what does it actually mean when you make a statement like that? Um, it means I'm not. It, it means like we're deciding right now. This is an oral contract that what we're going on is not a date. Okay, can um, it ever be switched around? I think so. I think you know. I think it really depends on the time and the place and and and. And how much alcohol? Yeah, you both have. for sure. Yeah, that's. Not- <laughs> so for you, when you hear because things- I'm on the opposite side of that. Yeah, I'll go out with with you know a couple couple girls as friends, and then next thing you know, I got t- taken advantage of. I'm sure. So, well, so then so- actually, then answer that question. So how do you how do you change that around? Because when girls are saying this to you, are they doing it to protect themselves, or are they saying it for real? What do you mean protect themselves? Protect themselves is like, oh, you're kind of a player, so we're just going as friends because I know what you want and you can't get me. So is it more playful? Oh, I don't know. If, if anyone ever says that, I just say, okay, whatever. <laughs> okay. So I don't, I don't know. I, I just, I, I really haven't thought deep enough into, <laughs> into that right. psychology. Um, I think if they're going to play like weird games like that, then yeah, there's probably 
people better suited. Right. There's more games you're going to be playing with you later on down yeah, the road. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Interesting. Chris- but, oh. Yeah. Uh, go, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, Kristen, do you feel like we have answered the question, how to ask a girl out? Do you think we've covered yes, everything? Yes, yes. We're all dren- drenched in eggplants right Good. Now. Exactly. Well, actually, let's let's go to you for a second. How, what was uh, the best way the guy asked you out? Oh, it's been so long. Now, honestly, at this point, I've been in a relationship for like six years. Um, forever. Yeah, forever. I really don't think I have a good. I really don't think I have a good example. I mean, with my boyfriend, it was awkward, and we both liked each, liked each other. Right. So it was mutual. It was like I was kind of hinting at like him asking me out, and he was kind of hinting at the fact that he was shy. So it was like a fun banter, but this was all over like instant messenger, in, not instant messenger. Oh God, it's not that old. Like ICQ. <laughs> over like text or Facebook or something. So it's been so long. I don't have a good example. Do you miss okay. the hunt? I yeah definitely like I see dudes out and I'm like I'm not super flirtatious but I do see dudes occasionally where I'm like it would be really fun to just like sit flirt on with right. <laughs> um, yes more lay on it like a dead corpse but uh, <laughs> um, but no I definitely I definitely do miss it because when I get those like feelings sometimes I'm like oh I feel young again yeah but. Well, it feels nice to be out and wanted. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for for sure. sure. Well, so um, we're going to go to a quick break now. But after the break, we are going to uh, check out the Chictionary and ask Kong and Julie. Yeah, and ask Kong and 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 I was going to say Julie and Julie. (laughs) um, We're going to say some phrases to you guys that women commonly say to men, Mm -hmm. and hear from both of you what you think women are actually saying when they say these things. You ready for it? Sounds fun. Sounds like a game show. It is a game. Like family feud, you know, the ad where it's just But you like, win nothing. Yes. Okay. Absolutely exactly. nothing. Except I'm going to make an eggplant joke. It just does not fly again. Uh, anyway, we will be back after this. Back to the Ask Women podcast. We're here, of course, with Kong and Julie talking about eggplants and dating. Um, so we're going to do the Chictionary right now, and we have Kong in the room so that um, Julie is not influenced at all by what Kong says. This is about. literally like Family Feud. Yes, the it final is. Round. It okay. is exactly okay. So let's say a woman says to you, "I am seeing someone," or "I am dating someone," and then still asks to hang out with you. Um. What, like what am I supposed to tell you my thoughts on it or yeah. what what that means? Or? What what do you what think she's actually she saying that. to you? And you can even describe different scenarios if you think it could mean one oh. thing. Like translating it for yes. us. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, that means um, I want to have sex with you and I don't care about my relationship with my boyfriend. Yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't see it any other way unless it was like – a super casual, hey, yeah, let's hang out. We, Unless let's catch he up. had like career opportunities for her or something like that. Right, exactly. Yeah. Okay, this right. is interesting. Okay, so just just give me more background actually on the Chictionary. The Chictionary is a manual that I created. I asked um, all my members, you know, what are the most frustrating things that women say and do that confuse you, baffle you, weird you out? Okay. And they just sent responses back in and then I decoded everything for them so that they understand where women are coming from when they do these things. Right. Uh, okay, so what about when... Um, a woman flirts with you, but then talks to other guys. What do you mean? Like at a bar? This is all I get. All I got from them was a woman flirts with you, but then talks to other guys. Okay. So if it's, if it's, um, at a bar, that just means you're boring. 
Okay. You, you didn't you didn't keep her attention for 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 long enough, and you have one of two choices. One is to just you actually only have one choice. It's just to, to, to go for it and get her attention back onto you rather than just stand there and do nothing, which a lot of guys do, by the way. See, what I would think for that would be that she wanted to make herself appear more valuable. That's what I would think, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm flirting with you, but I'm going to go and show you how valuable I am to other guys so that you want me more. Yeah. That's what I would think, yeah. too. But that's interesting uh, that that's how you see it. That's, no, but it, that's weird. Yeah, but that's, yeah, no, no, that, that, that makes sense. That makes but, complete sense. See, I, I try to avoid people like that. I hate playing those those stupid games. It's just like... Oh like this God. game we're playing right now. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. so one more. So you guys are like okay. texting. You're having a text conversation. And okay. you're like, screw this. I'm just going to call up this girl. So you call her. She doesn't answer, but she responds back by text. That is actually... <laughs> I do that on a daily basis to friends and family. Yeah, oh, same with me. Like, yeah. no, I was texting you. Don't call me. Yeah, exactly. Don't call. I, yeah, I, I don't want to like talk. I don't know how to talk anymore. Yeah, I feel like most of the time people are just... Especially if it's a girl you just met randomly on the street. It's like you... She. A lot of people are just kind of scared to get on the phone almost, if that, if that makes sense. It makes complete sense. I'm yeah, frightened to get on the phone. Yeah, people are just, they're just so used to text all the time. And it's weird because uh, what's funny is one of my friends sent me a video message the other day and he goes, hey, Kong, what's up? Just making sure we're um, still on for our interview tomorrow because he was doing an interview with me. And um, it, was, it was a video message mm-hmm. over iPhone. I was like, this is so weird. Mm-hmm. dude. Cause, and I wanted to do it back to him. But I was like, no, I'm, I'm not, yeah, <laughs> I'm not ready much. to take that step yet. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, it's, it's weird. So I feel like a lot of people are like that for the phone too they're just so used to texting that they don't they, they don't pick up the phone and call people okay. so it's almost like you're crossing a line that people have drawn in the sand for sure yeah. so then so how would you handle that like would you tease her for not picking up the phone like oh, somebody's afraid of the like, yeah I don't know what, yeah yeah i'll probably just make make a little mention of it and then she'll probably say something like, oh sorry i'm driving or something that's stupid like that even right. though you know she's just scared um but yeah i wouldn't see it as a big deal at all it's not I, th- I think that happens a lot more than than you would think okay interesting all right so we're gonna bring julie back do, in do here. i have to leave now no you don't have to because okay. you're, already, already you're the, the family yeah you're okay, the first okay. one who went on family feud okay Okay. You got 120 points to go. All right. So background on the dictionary. It's a manual that I wrote that basically decodes all the weird things that women say and do and frustrate men. Oh, okay. um, So these are just phrases or things that women do that men are just like, what the fuck does that mean? So I'm going to say something to you and you're going to say from a female point of view, this is what it means when a woman does this. Okay. So if a woman says to you, I'm seeing someone or I'm dating someone, but then still asks to hang out with you. Oh, um, I think that means that she doesn't want to hurt your feelings, but she's really not into you. Interesting. Kong thought it meant that uh, she wants to fuck him. <laughs> I think see, I, a lot about see, you. I Kong. agree with you. I agree with Julie. Okay, no, so that's interesting. So wh- why would it mean that? Uh, I mean, because you've you've taken yourself off the market, and I think women do that when they say like, "Oh no, there's already a guy in my life." They assume that the guy that they're talking to who they're not into is like, oh, well, bro code. I can't. But it's interesting because you said silent contract before. That's a phrase that I use as well. Mm -hmm. I consider that a silent contract. I'm putting it out there that I have somebody in my life, but I'm still saying that I want to hang out with you. Yeah. You've signed the silent contract by continuing to talk to me, saying you get that I have somebody. Well, yeah. wait, wait. Okay. So, so the guy asked the girl, and then she responded with that, or the no, g- you're in conversation. And she's like, oh, my boyfriend, or oh, I'm dating somebody. And then she asked to hang out. Yeah, and she's like, but, but why don't you come and hang out at the beach, or why don't we go go for coffee? Oh no, no, she wants to fuck. No, yeah, no, she, she doesn't. doesn't. She yeah, just she doesn't does. want she you wants- to kill yourself out of sadness. She needs she needs a job, and you can get her one. Yeah. Yeah, or that. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, what was the second one that I said to you? Damn. 
The second one was... Oh, a woman flirts with you, but then talks to other guys. Uh, that means she knows she's hot and is looking for better. She's just hedging her bets. I don't think there's anything. <laughs> that's that. an interesting take on yeah. it as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would have ever Three different takes on that one. Yeah. What did you say again? I said that um, she you you just didn't keep you bored her attention. Her, yeah, you're, right. You're boring. Oh wait, so she's, she's not on. she's not moving back because what I do is I circle back. You know, you got to just weave around. Right. So if we're saying she flirts with you and then stops talking to you, then no, then you weren't. Yeah. No, but Kristen has said, and I agree with Kristen, that if she um, flirts with you but then talks to other guys, she's potentially trying to show you that she's a valued woman and other men want her. To make him want her more. I can see. I think a specific type of girl does that. Yeah. Insecure. An insecure one like (laughs) me. (laughs) That's what I did. Yeah, no, but I, I, I think that, you know, I mean, if the night is, if it's, if it's early in the night, then I think she's hedging her bets. If it's at the end of the night and she moves on, then that means that she's, she's just bored by yeah. him. Okay. Last one. Um, so, uh, you give her a call, you're text messaging with a girl and the guy is, uh, the guy is, sorry, mm-hmm. the guy is text messaging with a girl and then he's like, screw this. I'm just going to call her mm-hmm. and she doesn't answer, Ugh. but she texts back. Oh my God. Yeah. Because it means don't call. If we're it texting, means you overstepped. Don't call. It means you overstepped. Yeah. I hate when men do that. Yeah. Like, don't do that. If someone does that to me, I instantly just roll my eyes and I'm yeah. like, Ugh. ignore. And then I text him back like, oh, I'm, I'm busy. I'm, I'm, doing, doing, something. Something. I'm doing something right now. Yeah. But like, what are you going to, that's no. actually a good point. I didn't even think about that. Who, who would text and then just call out of nowhere? Well, people do do that. Like, ah, screw this. Like, maybe they're in the car. They're like, I can't text anymore. Actually, this is a random thing, but Neve from Catfish. You Mm -hmm. know, do you know Neve? Yeah, I know. Um, Like, about him. He tweeted the other day. For some reason, he follows me and I followed him back. Um, He tweeted, uh, oh, we're texting. I call you and you don't answer. I know you're there or something like that. And it's like, no, that's a social boundary like a social yeah. contract we've made when we're texting we're texting yeah you've exactly. just you've just well, do you like when guys call you like let's say you're not texting first do you prefer guys to call you or to text uh, you no i hate when they call because you can be way wittier over text than you can so it makes you uncomfortable it makes well it's also there's so many awkward pauses when you're when you're talking to someone that just don't exist in in text yeah you know well, I don't, the difference is that when back in the day when there wasn't texting you had to call yeah. you know there was no other option and now that there is another option that is the first option you should take in my mind but that's also because I'm antisocial. Probably. But, you know but, what I like to do now, though, is is use the the voice record on uh, on. Oh iOS. yeah, and the new iPhone. Yeah, it's like good. super creepy. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, so I'll just I'll just do that to people, and they'll just be like, and you can send us a text. Yeah, what, I like yeah, that too. Yeah. What's What's even more I'm aggravating? To work up to the video, though. You, yeah, get to FaceTime. <laughs> yeah. That's because that's what there's there's one guy I know who does that, and it's like really upsetting. It's yeah. like it's it's like the next level of phone calling. FaceTime. Yeah, yeah it's even like, worse. Yeah, because you we're not prepared for somebody that you only met once. No, you know, like if you're t- if you're texting a guy, I've had there's, no. there's one guy. No, yeah, uh. no, that's the thing. And it's like I get that you're trying that you're like trying to assert to me that you're like being intimate or whatever. Don't, don't. I don't like just that. don't do that. I don't like yeah. that. Okay, so so thank you so much for playing this game. Yeah, fantastic. You're both losers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, that was really helpful. I like because I like to hear like what guys are thinking is going on and what a, what a woman is. And thinking it just is proof that it's completely different. Yeah, yeah. it's all, sometimes it's the same and sometimes it's completely different. I love that. But you know, I love that. I love that men are always so positive about it. Like when Kong's yeah, like, oh, oh, she, she wants, wants to fuck, fuck me. me. Yeah. yeah, you know, you guys are like glass half full. Yeah, <laughs> very optimistic. Uh, you just keep going. I like yeah. it. Well, we're gonna move into. 
overanalyze this. So overanalyze <laughs> this. Our listeners write us in questions and we overanalyze them to death. Okay. And anybody who wants to write in questions, write to ask at askwomenpodcast.com. But first, I do want to read this one email that we got from somebody, um, which I think is, it, it includes very helpful information, and then we'll go into it. Um, hi, ladies and guests. I've been listening to your show for the past few weeks and have to say I love it. Great show, great host, great advice. I was just writing to say that I really appreciate the, uh, the subject of depression being brought up, as it is something that many of your listeners will suffer from. And, and I would say most people in general suffer from like some some degree of depression, whether it's like actual depression. I hope or, so. Yeah, right. Right. Um, So this is helpful for everybody. So I have suffered with it for 10 years, but I'm finally getting myself help. I wanted to give Kristen, who rocks, and your listeners some things to look for, which have helped me. Um, And they they wrote, Marty, you're also a badass. Um, Number I always complain that I don't get any love. Um, Number one, go to your doctor and talk to them. Medication may help, but they will know what to do in your situation. Number two, therapeutic lifestyle change. TLC by Dr. Stephen... I think it's Ilardi. Um, it's a natural way to change the psychology, psychological and physiological aspects of the illness has helped me greatly and I continue to apply it. Number three, the benefits of a cold shower as well as depression mm. it can help a lot. Really? That's like uh, someone FaceTiming you. Like the pain. I associate. That's yeah. just no, no. Cold I've, I've tried never. to do cold showers. It, it does Especially help a lot. Especially when you're feeling though. down. But, but, you know, they have this thing called, um, oh, shit, I've, I'm going to fuck up the name. Like uh, hy- hydrogenic. Therapy? Therapy? Yeah. 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 Is it it's the one hydropon- where you- No, not hydroponic. Hydroponic. <laughs> Hydro- Something like, like that. Isn't that yeah, like basically you, you, you go into this little like box. It surrounds your body and then it like... I've, it's really, really I've cold. I've seen that recently. Yeah. I got a massage. Yeah. And, yeah, and, one it, of those. and it's nothing like an ice bath where it's just like super cold. It's very gradual. And um, from what I've heard, I've never tried it. It's like it's it, it is basically the same benefits as an ice bath. Really? That's um, interesting. Cryogenic therapy. That's what cryogenic it's called. Therapy. Cryogenic. Of course, there's yeah. like CRY. Like right. cry. Like. Yeah, of course. Okay. Number four, talk about it and realize there is no shame in being depressed. People can can and want to help others. Love the show. Keep up the amazing work. Can't wait for the next episodes. Um, Alex from England. Oh, I, I think the Brits. Yeah, and I, I think that's good advice other than the number one um, to see your doctor. I mean, you should definitely see your doctor, but you got to understand that most doctors, at, at least in my experience and my friend's experience, they're just, yeah, I mean, I've, mm-hmm. I've went to doctors because I've been having weird, I, I had like a year ago, I had like w- really weird dreams, super stressed out. I had anxiety. I was like, hey, so this is what's been happening. Like, what do you suggest I do? They're like, okay. So they asked me a few questions. Like, all right, so I'm just going to prescribe yeah, you some, uh, yeah. you know, clonazepam or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I took it for like a week and I'm just like, this doesn't. Yeah, definitely see a psychiatrist over a medical doctor for medicine because I have had the same thing um, where I would go into just like my general practitioner or whatever. And she'd be like, well, I don't really know much about it, but I have this supply of um, samples, the samples and you can take like a thousand of them, you know, so and then those are never the right thing to take. So I would say, right. It's good to talk to anyone you can, but I would definitely get doctor, get medicine from a psychiatrist. I think an important thing when we talk about doctors, though, is also um, like second opinion opinions exist for a reason, right? You know, doctors are, are just as fallible as the rest of us. And you yeah, know, you gotta... it depends to which, to what degree you do suffer from depression, because for some people, there actually is a chemical imbalance that may, yeah, that, sure. that, that, that an option of not going with medication uh, may actually not be helpful for them. I'm not a doctor by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I love what you were saying is that the, there's sometimes there are better solutions out there than just taking a pill. Yeah. And I think trusting your gut is really helpful yeah. because I've had a few situations 
moments in which I knew that wasn't either what was actually going on with me or it wasn't the right thing to be prescribed for me. And I went along with it because I was like, oh, he's a doctor. But like you said, um, it trust your gut. Because if it's not right, then it's definitely not right. Yeah. Like, you know, you know yourself better than yeah. they do. And actually, we're, we're going to have a whole episode on depression very shortly once we figure out how to take this what oh yeah you oh yeah you mentioned that yeah you, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna talk because i think it's really because it on it, it, and you everybody has multiple like different levels of it and it affects approach anxiety it affects the way that you date the way you interact with women so i think it'll be a really good show for us to do so Definitely. thank you so much alex for writing that in it was i think it's very helpful um okay hey gang my name is elijah and i'm from toronto which is where i'm from um ontario canada my question is how do i avoid being seen as boyfriend material every time i meet a new girl Mm. Even though, as you guys have recommended in an earlier podcast, it's like a model being like, "How do I like stop getting approached by people?" Yeah, or how do I stop having sex every night? It's yeah. really annoying. Um, even though, as you guys have recommended in an earlier podcast, I've stated my intentions, which by circumstance is friends with benefits. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. It is uh, like every time the girl gets to know me better or each other, I feel as though I've become her potential boyfriend. Is there something I'm saying, doing, or both that has women seeing me as boyfriend material? Even though I've told them that I can't be their boyfriend at the moment, they continually hint at me being their boyfriend. What is or that first mean? Lover. What a this great is like, problem to have, though. This is like Andy. We had this guy on our show a lot um, who uh, who has this problem, and women end up stalking him. It's. I mean, we don't know what this guy looks like, and and. T- talks like and things like that but andy's very attractive um but he's kind of got the douche quality going on but he's also can be a really super nice guy but he just wants to sleep with girls um and somehow he gets gets away with it continuously (laughs) all right but here's here's the thing about about what elijah's saying is we're all i'm i'm seeing this from his perspective and he's like they're dropping hints what kind of hints because i feel like a lot of that is you looking for what you're expecting to see Mm, you know maybe like you like Perhaps, perhaps. So subconsciously, he wants a girlfriend. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yeah. What would Freud say? See, that's say? not what I hear going on. I, I Typically, when I hear stories like this, like I have clients who will call me and they'll sort of say a similar scenario. Oh, you know, I'm 40. I want to be really casual. And these 20-something-year-olds, they just keep coming after me and wanting to sleep with me all the time. And then I'm like, okay, did you call me to brag? Because you didn't need to pay money for this. <laughs> right. But typically, as we get deeper, and same similar with Andy, as we get deeper into them, him describing his interactions with these women, is that he's actually offering up these women a boyfriend. He's providing intimacy. He's having great conversations with them. They're having a wonderful Spending sexual an entire day together. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like not doing casual things. If they actually want to be casual or they want friends with benefits, um, you you don't provide a shoulder to cry on. You don't ask mm-hmm. questions about their family. I you think don't become intimate. Yeah, I think them. friends with benefits is a misnomer because I think you can, I think you, I think you can, I think friends with benefits means you're dating someone. If they're your friend and you're having sex with them, that's, mm-hmm. that's to me, that's the same thing. I think if you're gonna if you're gonna have casual sex with someone, you need to know nothing about their life. Yeah, mm-hmm. like see, I agree with you. you know? to if it's like, gonna be casual, it means casual. But yeah. you're right because if a friends with benefit means that you're yeah. you're friends with them, so yeah. you know a lot of things about them, and you're also having sex. Yeah, I don't I don't see what the difference is. But there know? are certain guidelines for that. That means that you only hang out past ten o'clock exactly. at night. You don't go on dates. You exactly. don't hang out all Sunday sitting on the couch, like feeding each other food. So I think that potentially, mm-hmm. Elijah, you're not on the phone with us right now, so I can't find out what is actually going on. But that that's what I hear. Yeah, there's there's a lot of ways to make it obvious that um, you don't want to go further with anything, right? And um, it's exactly what you said. One of the things that, that you know, I personally, or, you know, one of, one of my friends, Jason, he, he loves doing this. He doesn't 
do anything. If he just wants to be friends with benefits, he will not do anything other than invite them over and say, yeah, let's have a beer. And or... then get him a cab to leave. Exactly. Sometimes they'll, they'll get to stay over, but most but of the time. But they're out, right, first thing in the morning. Exactly. Yeah, 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 there's no yeah. like, oh, it's, do you want breakfast? Well, yeah, yeah, no breakfast, no, no dinner. No. It's just like, it's, it's hey, misleading. let's, yeah, it's it's just like, misleading. Hey, let's hang out. And then that's it. And if they don't want to, they don't want to. But a lot of girls, they'll just be like, okay, cool. But yeah. if you do that, it's going to be very clear. Yeah. You know what your intentions. Are. I shouldn't do this, but I always refer not always, but a lot of the time I reference the Jersey Shore, which is absolutely <laughs> irrelevant at this point, um, 2015. But they always have that girl come over. They do a great example of it. They have the girl come over. They get her in like his T-shirt for her to get comfortable in. And then they literally once they're done, they're they're like, hey, I'm calling you a cab. Yeah. They're not, I have my T-shirt back. They're dicks. I mean, they're dicks about it. And it's cold and not nice. But that's the way they go about this. Just sleeping and moving forward. I don't think it's that. I've actually, so I've actually been doing this for three years, the same guy. And I know, and he actually didn't know my last name for like a really long time. Cause my last name on Facebook is not my real last name. Um, and we've been doing this for like three years and like we call each other at like t- between the hours of like 10 and two. And then he sleeps over and that's it. And that's it. Like, I don't know anything about him, but it's, you have but, to, but at the same time, you're not confused as to what I, exactly. exactly. You're like, but would, would you like him to be your, come your boyfriend? No, no, I think it, no, honestly, it's the longest, not relationship, but it's the longest okay. same because person. Thing it very casual. Yeah. I mean, it's very casual, but it's also like, we know the boundaries. And I think, I love that, you know, I mean, you know, again, like if you're, if you're looking for like, I mean, if you're looking for a five course meal, don't, don't, go to in and out you know, that's that's basically what I can say. Like, I know he's not going to be my boyfriend. I, know I could that, have a know. five-course meal at in and out It would literally be the same five burgers, five orders <laughs> yeah. of fries. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay, next question. Oh, so that was from Elijah. Thank you, Elijah. Hopefully that answered your question. Hello, ladies. I love the podcast. I'm a loyal listener here in Cleveland, Ohio. I've been, I don't An know. American, I yeah. finally, I've been taking your advice and trying to get out there a little more to meet women. One place I am very comfortable uh, do, uh, very comfortable doing so is at various young professionals events. These could be happy hours, museum tours, dinners, etc. This sounds fun. The people attending are usually mid-20s like myself. This is actually a very good email for people to find out places to meet other individuals, uh, young professionals club, in serious careers. But also they want to meet some people at the event. I don't have trouble approaching and bantering with the women there, but I struggle to know where to draw the line between flirting and being professional. Since there, uh, these are supposed to be events for young professionals, I don't feel right touching or picking up girls. I don't want to look like some creepy dude to these young professional ladies or other people at the events. Is it okay to try touching people and indicating some sexual interest touching at oh more God. business-oriented events? Can I ask for a phone number? If not, how can I ha- how can I make it known that I want a little bit more than a business card? Thanks for your help. I'm really don't. struggling with this. These events seem like a great way to meet women, but I just don't know how to uh, navigate the semi-professional nature of the events. Your priority, George. number one, should be not touching people. Yeah. Like, yeah, when you go, say, you'd like, find someone that maybe you have a great conversation with, and then eventually you throw in some, like, light touching on the shoulder or something like that. But I don't know this, like, I just want to touch people. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Touching touching to me always always means DTF. So I, I think doing that at a, at a professional thing is, is super inappropriate. I mean, also, are you going to young professional things because you're a young professional? Because you're going to get a really bad reputation if you start touching. I don't start. know if I agree with, all, with this, but I want to hear what Kong has to say. 
depends on what kind of touching, right? But when he, when you, when you read the the word touching there, I was literally thinking like, can I go for the boob? Yeah, well, it like, sounds like he's right. Like literally, what I picture is like his hand is like just desperately going forward for the boob, and he's like holding it back <laughs> with the other hand. Yeah, yeah, or like he's about to like, like caress claw. her face. Like, like is this okay at a professional? <laughs> he's got some sort of like OCD. He needs to touch things. Like ah. he's just basically not yeah. in control of his body. Yeah, I, I think you know touching um, on the arm and 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 handshakes, obviously, like that that all of all of that stuff's fine. And it's actually, um, you know, psychologically proven that if you do like small touches like that, um, especially in the lower arm, elbow area, yeah. it, it increases their, um, their, their, their kind of like feelings right, for you. No, but yeah. connection, comfort level, it, it, the fact that you're comfortable just like reaching out and touching, not like grabbing her ass or grabbing her boob, but exactly what you just said. It, it, for me, I know that I respond better. I know Kristen wouldn't, um, but it, it makes you real. It makes me feel like, not more connected to the person. Can we get a little fake here, please? <laughs> like, let's take this down and out to this like being real human stuff. But it, Fine, but it might make you nervous, but it still works. It, it creates curiosity, attraction. I, I think it's a good thing to do right. on that level. Mm-hmm. I see, I don't know, but again, going back to like a young professional thing I mean you have a lot of clearly you're meeting women who are very driven and very focused and also are on top of their game and are shrewd enough to realize that like if you're going to start touching them you're there for something more and I think but does that mean you're there for something more or that you want to just put it out there that this is who I am I touch and I want to I don't just want to talk to you about like Microsoft's new XYZ if if the vibe is put out there yes but don't do don't do that kind of stuff if the vibe but why can't you put the vibe out there it's okay. got to be a mutual. I, you can't I the vibe used out there, to, but before I got into what I was doing when I was like twenty, when I first moved to Los Angeles, I used to run. Um, actually, I was doing this at the same time because I was doing it to keep my green card. So I was working for this company, and I was do, my job was to do marketing, and my my real job was to network with people who were in finance, in law, and every, and get them to like me and want to meet my bosses. So my job was to go for lunch with them, go for dinner. Anyway, so I created these events called YIB Young in Business, which was for everybody who was between the ages of twenty and thirty, and it was always at like really fun places, and there was so much damn flirting going on at those events and I I enjoyed it I loved it people were really casual with each other they were having fun Um, it wasn't always like super sexual where guys were like grabbing my ass and stuff but it was much lighter because we were in an environment that wasn't stuffy. When I would go to other events with people who were in their 30s and 40s and 50s, it was way more professional. There may have been a little bit of touching, but at the the YIB events, I think everybody felt like they could sort of let their hair down. They they were the professional ones in that room where they could feel like they're the top of their game as opposed to being the younger people um, at older events. I think it's totally fine to to put that type of if that's energy the, out but there. That is the, that was the group energy. So if right. that group energy isn't happening, right? But he's saying these professional events are, you know, happy hours, museum, museum tours, but dinners. Like it's so funny because they are a little bit. He can't lighter. touch things at the museum, and he can't touch right. the women. His arms are tied during it. Anyway, <laughs> he just ends up caressing a sculpture. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But so, but so my advice and if listening to everything that you guys said, I, I totally understand from your point of view. You don't want like over touching, but I, I think that. 
you can flirt with everybody. If that is your nature and you want to like work the room at a young professionals event and you want to like kind of flirt with yeah, the guys. Yeah, no, totally. Flirt with the girl, totally. Like, I'm saying it was out. really funny the way he started that. Like he <laughs> mentioned touching several times and it just seemed <laughs> yeah. like a weird, like I want to press yeah. the button yeah. thing that you, and you can't press the button. Right. But okay, so the, but yeah, one I mean, of the questions the was, can right, I ask for it. a phone number? Can I, can I, if I'm at a work or if I, if this guy's at a young professionals event and they are at a yes. happy hour, yes, can he? can because it doesn't necessarily mean that they work together in the same office. So right. they don't have to worry about That's that. Stuff. So yes, yes, you can. I think ask so too. Phone what do you guys definitely think? ask for a phone number. See, all of the things you're talking about, I would also do to guys, right? Not obviously right, to exactly. fuck them, but like, um, if I'm talking to a guy who's really cool and it's uh, like, we see, we see a funny joke. I'm just going to tap him on the, on the, on the arm and say, yeah. dude, that's so funny or whatever it is. Right. Same with the numbers. Like if they have, you know, let's say a YouTube channel and it's like, Hey, let's do a collaboration, whatever. I'll get their phone number. And it's like, you can do this for girls too. And at first it might just be like, Hey, let's connect and do something. But over text or when you go on, you know, that first meetup, whatever it is, it might be for professional. It might be actually more casual. Um, you can kind of go from there. So not getting the number, especially at these events where it's, it's about networking is yeah. actually a huge mistake. Yeah. Oh, for um, sure. I can. So at the agree. very worst, you make a nice professional connection with them. Yeah. And see where else you can take it and how you feel when you go out to that next excursion together. I agree with you. I mean, I think it's important to connect and I agree if you're going to be networking, that's, you know, what you're doing. I do, however, think it's also important to not have your goal in these situations be like you being I don't think prowl, that's what he's saying. You know? He's not saying I'm using these events to like score chicks. He's saying is it okay that while I'm there networking if somebody like you know piques my interest that I can ask her out as well. You know kind of on a tangent that's like the perfect place to meet people honestly are these big events or conventions yeah. that you're interested in. Mm. So, you know, if you're interested in business, you go to this, these, these like business events and you're meeting people who have kind of the same like entrepreneurial mindset. I actually really love going to comic con, not because, you know, I like comics or, or the movies. I mean, I like it, but like, I can't go into those crowds. I don't like it that much, but I go there because there's a bunch of like bars at night and like, it's a big party and you get to meet really, really cool yeah. people who are yeah. kind of like introverted, nerdy. And, and it's kind of like, that's my style of not just but girls, but friends. come out and yeah. kind of open up. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I, that's, that's why I love going to those places. Same thing with like music festivals, right? If you yeah. go to like an electronic one, or if you go to like a, a show with your favorite band, it's, it's, it's a place where you already know that these people have the same interests as you. So, um, yeah, I mean, going, going back to, uh, the, the question, you know, you already have this common interest with them. Why not just go for it at the very least to connect on a professional level? Yeah. Here's the thing there. We have so little free time now, whether we're 20 or we're 40 and we have kids and a busy lifestyle, like, Use, there's nothing wrong with using these outlets to potentially find other people as well. So I, I think it's totally fine to keep your eyes open. You know, still remain professional. Don't like, you know, go making out in the corner at a young professionals event. Maybe, actually, maybe I'm going to take that back because maybe you could if it's a happy hour or something. But I think <laughs> I think that all of these places are great places to meet other people who exactly as you said share similar interests to you um, and who you have things in common with. I don't think there's anything wrong as long as you don't go overboard and you don't go to these events only to hit on chicks. Yeah. Are we yeah. okay with yeah. that? Yes. yes. Okay, perfect. All right. 
that's it. That's all we got for overanalyze this. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show and yeah, for being pleasure. so Thank comfortable you. and outspoken. I really appreciate yeah. that. So, Julie, how do people get in touch with you if they want to find out more information? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Jazz4Dads, F-O-R, the preposition. Um, and you can also mm-hmm. listen to, you can listen to. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, uh, I don't, I don't really like jazz and I don't really have any association with dads, but you know, you never know. And, um, and there's also another project I'm working on with um, a very good friend of mine called Real Big LA. And we just hang out and talk with people who are doing interesting things in Los Angeles. Cool. That's cool. So, yeah. And so. is that a website? It's a website. It's a SoundCloud. It's all forms of media. And it's just at Real Big LA. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Okay. And then Kong, how about you? Um, you can find me on YouTube. Just search Simple Pickup. We got a weird a weird variety of, of videos on there. You have but, great uh, videos. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. We're, we're trying to, you know, bridge the gap of entertainment and, and advice slash information. And you're doing a very good um, job with it. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. So, you know, we, we, we try our best to... to, to have a little bit of both of those in there. Um, so you can go to youtube.com slash simple pickup um, or simple pickup.com. Awesome. Well, thank you both of you for being on the show. Uh, anybody who wants to send in questions, please write into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. Make sure that your subject line is not just like, hey, or question for the show. Make it interesting because that is going to draw my eyes to it. And then I will select your question to be answered on the show. Um, I, I know that we've been saying this a million times, but we are now with the Sideshow Network, which means that you can listen to our show everywhere. Uh, we're on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, on iTunes. Any mobile device that you have, you can listen to our show and make sure that you download our show and also subscribe to our show so that it goes onto your whatever device you're listening it to, to uh, um, automatically. And no more, need to. And more do importantly, it. remember to vote for our podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, on podcast, podcastawards.com for the People's Choice Um Category. category. Yeah. And yeah. just fill in Ask Women Podcast and then uh, for the network, Sideshow Network. Yeah. Do perfect. that. And follow me on Twitter at Kristen Carney and follow Marnie at Wing Girl Method. Yeah. And we will see you guys next, next week. week. Bye, guys. Peace.